Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? We're back for another Melanated Monday. I showed up. Y'all showed up. So what's up? <laughs> nah, let me stop. But we're going to get right into it. For everybody that's been here, y'all already know. We starting off with my complaint of the week. This week's complaint of the week for me is that my time home is coming to an end. I only have a few more days before I got to pack me and my baby up. Get back on a plane for 10 hours and go back home to Italy. And I'm so not looking forward to it. Y'all don't understand. Traveling with a kid? Zero out of 10. Would not recommend. It's ghetto. Don't do it. Like, however, that brings me into my highlight of the week. I am so hyped to get back to my house, to get back to my man. (laughs) like for my son to see his dad and if I'm being honest I'd be thinking when Malik be gone for long periods of time or this time with us being gone for a long period of time that Xavion would I don't know I guess not forget his dad but it would be like a readjustment which it normally it normally is but I don't know why I'd be thinking he's just gonna forget who his daddy is and that's like my biggest fear but Malik FaceTimes us every day and y'all, he lights up like a Christmas tree when he sees his father on the phone. Like, he know who his daddy is. So that makes me feel good. So I'm ready to go back home. I'm ready to be in my bed. Like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing like being home. But there's nothing like being in your home. And that's one of the things. Like, once you move out your parents' house, like, and you got your own crib, you could never go back. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say never, but I'd be ecstatic towards the end of my trip to go back home to my house, like live by my rules and do whatever I want in my house. You feel me? So that's that's just how I'm coming off it. Now the Fendi fact of the day always rolls us right into our topic. Today we're going to talk about traveling and specifically traveling while black because I'm black and I be traveling. But I wasn't always traveling. I was one of those people that didn't get a passport until later on in life. I don't think I got my passport until I was like 23, maybe. No, maybe 22. I don't know. But I recently just got a passport. And when I tell y'all traveling is addicting, it's addicting. Once you get that first passport stamp and you go overseas for the first time and you realize like, yo, America ain't shit. <laughs> it's so much more out there in the world. You're addicted. It's it's literally like a drug. Like I know that sounds mad dramatic, but people that travel know what I'm talking about. 
It's literally like you're seeking the escape. It's an and it's amazing escape. Like getting to try new foods, experience new cultures, like traveling opens your mind in a way that I can't even begin to explain. It changes the way you look at things, the way you think about things, because you realize that things where you live are just that. Those are the things just where you live. There's another part of the world operating totally different, maybe going through the same things, but got a totally different outcome because of the laws or the rules. Like you get what I'm saying? And I wish I would have traveled more like with my parents as a kid, but my parents were always at work. Like they didn't have time to travel themselves. They're going to be taking me places. And I think that's why I'm so big on making sure, like, one of my main goals as a parent is to literally have my child see the world. Like, I want by the time he got a girlfriend, like, I want him to be able to stay. He's been here, 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 and here. Take her to these places. He, I want him to have his favorite destinations. Favorite destinations he likes to go in the summer. Like, you know, like, because... Me and his dad are getting to that point. Like we're traveling enough where we know where we like to go, like for the summertime, for the winter time. And I always used to think like before I was actually traveling, like, oh, when I travel, like I'm never gonna go to the same place twice. But the more you start traveling, you realize, okay, I like this vibe at this time and this vibe at this time. And you know, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm out here, I'm outside, I'm in these streets. And it's crazy to me that. Granted, most of my traveling, I will have to admit, has been done in Europe. Like, we didn't even get to really travel. We we didn't get to travel the Caribbean. So when we get back stateside, oh, it's lit. Y'all don't even understand. Y'all are going to have to pay us to sit still. Plus, we've been on lockdown in Europe for like two years. Oh, yeah. We are, we are internationally outside, everywhere. Any chance we get, we going somewhere. And that's how it was when we first got to Italy. So a lot of our traveling has been in Europe. And let me tell you, I don't think that was the way I was supposed to be introduced to traveling, like at all, for a for Because it made me realize America be taxing, everywhere else be taxing. Traveling, like once you get to Europe, traveling within Europe, or the EU as it's referred to, is mad cheap, y'all. For real, for real. I think my tickets to Spain was like a hundred dollars. Our tickets to Paris were like sixty dollars. Like it's ridiculously cheap. So my advice to anybody that has a passport in the states and you want to go to Europe, I'm telling you to take off like fourteen days and book a flight from wherever you live to wherever the first country you want to go to is, and then just book individual flights within Europe from there. Like stay two, three days in one place, two, three days in another place, because you can see so much for the littlest amount of money. Like I'm talking so little, you don't even believe it. Like when I bought those tickets to Paris for $60, I honestly remember constantly checking our account. Like there's no way that I just paid $120 to go to Paris. Are you are you shitting me? Nah. The most expensive thing is getting over here. And even like for the people that's in New York, y'all could go to Italy. One, direct. Like, no, I'm talking no Leos. New York to Rome. Granted, it's like six, seven hours. But a direct flight round trip could be like four something. I'm dead ass. Y'all don't believe me. Look it up. For real, for real. It's not that expensive to even get over here. And then you get over here and could go mad other places. And if I wouldn't have been able to go all those different places. One, I wouldn't have seen some of the places that we've seen, like 
to be honest, if I had to pick my favorite travel destination since I've been over here, Greece has to take the number one spot just because Greece was literally picture perfect. It looks exactly like what it looks like in the book. And my child was conceived in something. Greece is lit, whatever. But like tied right, right under that, I would have to say Croatia and the Czech Republic are like tied directly after that. And it sounds crazy because uh, I'm telling myself, like, all right, I knew what the Czech Republic was, did, got that. But Croatia, for some reason, I was not tracking that country. Like, I don't know whether I thought it was a country. And I, I don't know, but I knew that I, it wasn't on my radar at all before I moved over here. It wasn't even on my radar till we were going. And I was mad nervous about going, like, what is in Croatia? And all I kept seeing people talk about was, oh, uh, what is that show everybody watches? Damn, I can't think of it. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is filmed there. And I'm like, y'all, y'all finna judge me. I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I ain't know what it looked like. And I'm just like, okay, like that's not telling me what I want to know. And y'all, Croatia is probably like for real, for my favorite country in terms of like litness, vibe, weather, beach. It's a 10 all about food. Croatia was so lit the first time that me and Malik went. We flew to like a deep, like deep in Croatia. We could have drove from where we lived, but it would have been like an eight, nine hour drive. And we feel like doing that. So we literally paid a hundred dollars for flights from Italy to, to Croatia, split Croatia. And y'all, it was so lit that two weeks later we turned around and went to Croatia again. But this time we drove and we drove just barely into Croatia to a completely different city called Pula. And that was only like a four hour drive. Pula wasn't as lit, but it was still lit to have only drove four hours and got a passport stamp. Like it was so lit. And in we went to Prague in the Czech Republic. I was pregnant when we went. So I have to go back not pregnant because y'all, there was just so much to do. Even pregnant, like we we went to this beer museum and I was able to get non-alcoholic beer. We did an escape room. We did a uh, black light, miniature golf. Like we was riding around on like the little rental scooters that I feel like they got in the city now. Like y'all, it was just so lit. We went to a an illusion museum. Like it was nonstop activities. Mind you, all these activities were cheap as hell. I'm talking like none of those things I just mentioned was more than $20 a person. Right. Not even the beer. <laughs> like beer was like two, three euro. So less than $5 for like a tall ass freshly brewed beer. And y'all that's from New York and that be drinking Hennessy and Casa and all that. Like Beer back in the States, nasty as hell. Beer in Europe, whoa. Like, it's up there with wine for real, for real. And you got to be of a certain age range to really be drinking wine now. Because some of us just, we had to shut off on the liquor. But beer in Europe, top tier. Beer in Croatia, the best beer I have had in my life to this day was in Croatia. Like, and Malik ordered it. It was like this peach beer. Like, look, just stuff like that. You, that stuff you could only find traveling overseas. The closest thing we're going to get to peach beer in Brooklyn is a thotty. <laughs> Am I lying? Right. So it's crazy when I meet people that don't travel or like got a passport but don't. And I'd be like, yo, it's you don't know what you're missing. To the point where like, yo, I really love planning trips. Like 
all of my friends know. Like when we going somewhere, they just I naturally just take over and delegate, but they know they secretly want me to because I be planning some little ass trips. As long as we don't got no crazy people going. It's going, they know it's going to be a lit trip. Like, I'm going to find activities. Like, I'm going to have a stay in somewhere kind of nice. I'm going to make sure everybody not spending buku bread. Like, low-key, I think I was a travel agent in another life. That being said, shout out to Nyanka for giving me the, the idea to even do this episode. This episode, I was not going to do a travel episode. But she said that I should. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Like, talking about my travel experiences and giving tips. So... Let's get into the tips, y'all. I'm finna school, y'all. If you're going to book a flight, specifically an international flight, you need to book it on a Tuesday. Like the day you actually search and pay for your flight needs to be on a Tuesday. That is when flights are the cheapest. That is the cheapest day of the week to book flights. Any of these things y'all think I'm capping about, you could really look it up. Mind y'all, all them trips we went on, some of them was back to back. Listen, we are far from rich. We make regular people money. (laughs) I just learned how to travel on a budget. And I learned some tips and tricks along the way that just kind of helped. And here I am giving them a job. And since we're talking about plane tickets, also, when you are searching for plane tickets, make sure that you're using whatever incognito or private browser, like the private Y'all know what I'm talking about, like the private tab where you use it to do stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. Make sure you use that when you're searching for flights and when you're booking your flight. Because what happens is if you use your regular browser, the government or your phone or the algorithm, whoever, is going to see like, oh, you're looking at tickets to the Dominican Republic. So every single time you check it, the price is going to go up and up and up and up. Y'all, I have tested this for myself. Believe it or not, I'm dead ass. You don't believe me? Try it yourself. And while we're still on the topic of flights, the app slash website Skyscanner is literally my best friend. Like, I search for all my flights. I book all my flights through Skyscanner. And if you're feeling extra adventurous and you don't necessarily know where you want to go, you just know you want to go somewhere, Skyscanner, I'm, I'm sure other apps, like travel apps, have this option. I'm only talking about Skyscanner because that's the one that I use. Let's say you live in New York, which would make your international airport JFK. So you will put your departure airport JFK under the explore option. Put what month, like be real general. Like let's just say, you know, you got vacation days in September. So you put departing from JFK airport, select the whole month of September and let you put a budget. Let's say your budget is $300. It will show you all of the places that you could fly out of JFK to in September for under $300. Will they all be international? No, but there will be a few. And that's literally how I was able to take my son to Puerto Rico for his birthday. Like I literally went on Skyscanner, clicked the month of May, clicked the departing airport, and I just put $200 because I wasn't willing to spend more than $200 for a quick trip. And it just so happens that there were literally dates for me to be in Puerto Rico on his birthday, and it was perfect. And the tickets was $60. Like, I'm talking North Carolina to Puerto Rico. So don't sleep on that Explore app. If your dates are flexible, I would try that first and then request your vacation around what they have available. But if you are if you have to stick to specific dates, I would still go through Skyscanner just because I've had great experiences with them. 
if you absolutely must stay in a hotel, because I know some people are against the Airbnbs and the Verbos and all that, respect respectfully so. I'm not that girl, but respect. I respect your opinion. If you must stay in a resort or in a hotel, use Booking.com. Booking.com it was my right-hand man for booking almost all of our trips, and I'm going to tell y'all why. Booking has hotels on there that have free cancellation, right? And then some of the hotels listed on there, mainly the ones in Europe, in the Caribbean, I've checked, not so much, but some places on there offer a pay at the property option. So there's no booking fees, there's no cancellation fees, and you pay nothing up front to reserve this hotel room. You pay for it when you get there. Right. So imagine being able to plan a trip with your friends, and y'all know what it's like planning a trip with, with brown folk. Start off with 10, end up with two. We know how that go. I'm literally in the middle of planning a trip as we planning like two trips low key as we speak. So y'all know how that go. So imagine being able to, you and your friends decide like, yo, we want to go somewhere. All right, where I want to go? We want to go to Dominican Republic. You look it up hotels and you find one. They got no cancellation fee, no booking fee, and you pay at the property. You can literally go ahead and reserve the room right now, but without paying nothing up front. And it'll tell you what day they're going to charge your card on. Chart, like it'll say your first, and, and then you still have the option to pay in increments, not necessarily in because it's usually two, like in like at Airbnb, it's usually half. They'll tell you, oh, your first payment of half will come out on, and it'll give you the exact date, and it'll tell you the exact day your second payment's coming out. So you could begin planning a trip with your friends and give everybody time to get their money together while knowing y'all already secured a hotel. And it's, it is legit. I have done it buku times. It is my favorite way. If we have to absolutely stay in a hotel, I don't use no other website but booking.com. Now, if you you don't necessarily need to stay in a hotel, you like kind of the local vibe because some trips call for that. Y'all already know about Airbnb. I heard that there is a people of color friendly version of Airbnb because I have heard of people being discriminated against on Airbnb. I am still trying to make sure that that website is legit before I actually start using it. I want to kind of find somebody that I know that's used it or like really dig into the reviews, not just because I want to scrutinize the black website. I just want to make sure I'm not getting zoned. Like I've used Airbnb before. This will be a whole new website and I'd be mad wary to put my card information on a brand new website. People be scamming left and right. Y'all know this, right? We work hard in this household, so I'm not about to have nobody just taking funds out of our pocket just because if I'm going to spend money, it's going to be for something. You get what I'm saying? But I haven't looked into that. And there's also a new app or website I just found out about. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. I think it's called Verbo. V-R-B-O. It's exactly like Airbnb. But for some reason, I feel like this place, this app has way nicer places. And for the current trip that I'm planning, I looked on Airbnb and then I looked on Verbo. We're just going to pretend like I'm saying it right. I looked on Verbo and Verbo had way more options than Airbnb did. So sometimes you go on Airbnb, you'd be like, mm, the Pickens and Slim, y'all, this is what we got. Look into Verbo. 
a lot of the places on there for some reason are a lot nicer in my opinion for about the same price and they still have a pay half up front just like airbnb pay the rest later it's literally exactly like airbnb so i haven't necessarily used that one yet but I, we are about to so i'll come back and let y'all know how that goes i'm really hoping that this goes well because the place look bomb as fuck <laughs> For real, for real. Y'all, I really love traveling. It's so addicting. And it's it's sad when I travel and I don't see that many Black people. Granted, again, most of my traveling was done in Europe. So I know when I come back home and I be in the Caribbean, it's going to be brown people everywhere. And I love that for us. But I want to know why more Black people not going to Europe? Like, don't get me wrong. The Caribbean, I believe is that girl will always be that girl i can't wait to be up and down the caribbean i know i'm gonna have some repeat trips but y'all i'm telling y'all europe is just as lit it has all four seasons so as long as you come in the summertime like y'all i'm telling y'all europe is really mad lit and what i will say partying in europe has been a totally different experience i can't speak for malik but for myself when I go to the club in Italy or in these other countries when we be on vacation, it's sad to say, but like I don't be, we be drinking, chilling. Like I don't be worried about if a fight gonna break out, if somebody's gonna come shoot up the club. Like none of that stuff be on my mind because they don't be on that type of time out there. I'm not gonna say there's never been any incidents, but I'm saying, speaking from my personal experience, I have never even seen a fight break out in a club in Europe. And if I seen a scuffle, it was in Italy at the club outside a base where all the Americans go. And more than likely it was some drunk soldiers trying to fight. Like you get what I'm saying? Or some drunk soldiers disrespecting a local Italian or a local African and finna get the paws put on them that's that's really it and the security guards always sweep it up bro like it's never been no i don't know i feel like partying in the states specifically in new york and big cities like it's not like that anymore you gotta all right i only gotta take two drinks not just because i'm driving because i need to stay cognitively aware oh yeah i heard that didn't even stutter you get what i'm saying and it's just like I have to be conscious of that. I keep telling my best friend, since I've been home for these couple of weeks, I realize when we move back to the States at the end of the year, it's going to be an adjustment. Like, I feel like a goddamn tourist in my own country, y'all. I be walking around Walmart like, they sell this? Oh my gosh. Like, I'm still driving like I'm in Europe. Like, for example, in Europe, in Italy specifically, the left lane, y'all know how we call that the fast lane. That is the passing lane over there. You are you cannot legally just drive in that lane. If you are in that lane, it is with the sole purpose of going around the person in front of you. And once you get in front of, like, once you pass them, you got to get your ass back over in the right lane. Like, that is literally only for passing. Trucks cannot go in that lane. So I'd be on the highway out here like, seeing people pass me on the left and like staying, I'd be like, oh shit, like I could stay in that lane and drive. Like it's literally going to be an adjustment for us. And I think that's so crazy. And it's just little things like that, that make me realize like, you know, I feel bad for people that never like travel outside of America and think that that's all life got to offer because child, 
let me tell y'all, after living in a foreign country, I know we think they be laughing at us and talking shit about Americans, but I am here to confirm they absolutely goddamn do. Like, when people figure out that we're American, because we don't even have to tell people. Like, they be drunk in a bar and be like, oh, you you from America. And we be trying not to say yes, but it's obvious. The way we dress, our mannerisms, we do not blend in over there at all. Let alone us being black. Let alone me and Malik being from New York. Like, right. So they we'll tell them, like, yeah, you know, we're from America. And they be like, oh, yeah, Donald Trump. And we just be like... Or like some people be big mad about Trump and we'll be like, oh, America, blah, 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 going off. And we just sitting there like, mm-hmm, okay, this this not our lay of the land. So we're going to just get out of this one peacefully. But y'all, I'm here to tell y'all, compared to everywhere I've been over here, America is the ghetto. And these Europeans will not let us forget that America is the ghetto. Like... I'm not even being funny. I'm so serious. They talk about us disgustingly. However, I still feel safe in these cities somehow because everybody's here to just have their fun. And I feel like in America, people be going out just to make sure other people don't have fun, if that makes sense. So it's it's a totally different atmosphere. And I just... I just want to say, if you're one of those people that's reluctant about traveling and solo traveling too, I will not sit up here in front like I've done it, but I really want to when we move back to the States. Now, I will say when I travel internationally by myself, I will be in somebody's resort, 24-hour security, because pretty brown girls like me go missing every day, and I don't got time for that. However, that's just my preference. You want to stay in Airbnbs and hostels and stuff more power to you. I'm not doing that by myself. But I do want to go on a vacation by myself. It's probably going to be the scariest goddamn thing I ever do, but I feel like somehow it's going to be really... I'm low-key an adrenaline junkie, an adrenaline junkie. So I feel like that type of thrill, it's also going to be like really terrifying, but it's just when I make it back home, I'm going to be so hyped, like, yo, I could do anything. I went out the country by myself. Like, you feel a level of invincibility. Don't know if that's a word, but it sounds like it is. You feel that, you know? And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week. For hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace, y'all.